Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. So the the show I'm working on right now is a dance and cirque show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a dance yep. and cirque version of, of the Nutcracker, which is a lot of fun. It's an incredibly difficult show. It's a very hard show. Um, but as a as a thank you for everything we've done so far, my boss, the director, got us these like uh chocolates. Hmm. And it's called Cirque to Souffle. <laughs> chocolate hand handcrafted chocolate perfection. Uh-huh. And um, which I thought was really sweet and funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the description of the chocolate I uh-huh. have to read to you because it makes me think that. I truly don't take enough time and effort in anything I do in life. I know my job is incredibly difficult when it comes to the actual, like, you know, calling of the show and stuff Uh like that. That part of stage management is hard. The rest of it is just organizing and managing time and stuff. Listen to this candy bar. Cirque de Souffle is a gustatory pas de deux of technique and whimsy. Witness the high-flying flavors that delight and astound. The acrobatic chocolatier blends sensational chocolate with mesmerizing ingredients. When you open this bar, sparkle and fantasy abound and feast for the eyes. Break off a piece and place it on your tongue. Let it melt and stir your taste buds into resounding applause. Do something spectacular. Take a moment and truly indulge. (laughs) That's the description of a chocolate bar. Love that. And we get on our <laughs> podcast every day and we're like, listen to us. <laughs> that's, that's our description. That, that's our marketing. <laughs> oh, Actually, so it's more like, please, God, listen to us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like begging rather than marketing. So and, you're and telling honestly, me that we should make like a punny description. <laughs> I'm just saying I need to take a little bit more time in life. Throwing in the the equivalent of our pas de deux. (laughs) (laughs) A pas de deux? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I just, I just, I'm picturing them being chocolatiers and then sitting around the table and discussing, now, how should we describe this? And taking the time to actually write something like this out. That's all. My my life is not this description. I do not go through <laughs> life. Uh, and I don't do things in life like that. I it, it makes me happy. Don't I'm not I'm not mocking this. I am yeah. I am reading this made me happy and made me smile. And I went a lot of thought went into this chocolate bar. You're not gonna see this on the shelves. You're not gonna see this this candy bar on the shelves. No, in- no, that's um who makes the chocolate? No, his name is Chef T. Let me see. Um, 
It literally just says, thank you for supporting my business. I hope this bar brings you joy. Joy, you are incredible. Chef T. And it's, oh, so maybe it is the maybe it is a brand called Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. My guess is that he used to once be a dancer and then moved, you know, shifted careers into chocolatier. Yes, yes. His website yeah. is a Patreon website. Ah. So, um, but also everything, uh, all the packaging is like recyclable and recycled. Very I mean, cool. Yeah. That flavor is interesting too. Yuzu Crunch. Yeah. It was it good? really good. It, it was like a Nestle Crunch bar, like had mm -hmm. that texture um, and lightness mm -hmm. and crispness, but it's had like a citrusy. Yeah, yuzu um, is an Asian citrus fruit. It was really good. It was like a high, oh, milk chocolate yuzu crispy rice. So it literally was oh. like a crunch bar <laughs> <laughs> with the citrus. It was very tasty. It's not, it's not something that I would um, like. Take off just, the shelf. Right. Or grab as a like, hey, you want a candy bar? No, this was something that you would break <laughs> off and, and literally enjoy the way they described yeah. it, which is yeah. as, you know, an experience as opposed right. to a treat. Right. Right. Just like our podcast. <laughs> All right. No, let's get into doesn't, let's get into this. And finally, funny. finally. We will get this episode down. Please. For you. I just want to get it behind me. It's not <laughs> I, a bad episode. I just want not, it but I know it's been like a month in anticipation of recording it. Um, I don't have my DVD wrapper with me. Okay. So I'm sure I'm Netflix to... did it somewhat incorrectly, so it'll be fun Probably. to make fun I'm, of second, I'm actually right now just going to read... From the IMDb one, and if I get around okay. to replacing it with the DVD one, then then I do, and if I don't, then at least I have something. Okay, season four, episode four, this is episode four, right? Great. Metamorphosis. A hunter named Travis points Sam and Deed towards a meat-eating creature called a Rougarou. Complicating matters is the fact that Travis's target is a normal suburban dad in the earlier process of changing, and he hasn't killed anyone yet. Not the punniest yes. summary, but you know, <laughs> written by <laughs> kind of straightforward there. <laughs> yeah, written by Catherine Humphreys and directed by Kim Manners. I was going to say this kind of had the earmarks, the yeah. fingerprints of it had Kim a Manners. nice little artistic touch to it. Yes, exactly. So okay. when we first, I I don't know if we mentioned this or not. I can't remember on previous episodes, but around the time that we were researching this, that's when Nikki Acox. Past. Oh yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna mention it last time, and yeah, I forgot. So, but... Nikki Acox, who played Meg, the the first, the first Meg, first and only. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Meg. She died of leukemia. Mm. Um, and I just want to take a moment to to say, you know, the the arch of her character. I talked about, you know, at times I liked her, at other times mm -hmm. I didn't like her, mm -hmm. and then you know I did like her. Um, I. I appreciate what she brought to the yeah. as as an actress. I appreciate what what she brought to the to the TV to the TV world. So, yeah, yeah, and I was it's, I'm bummed because I had no no idea that she was going through anything like mm -hmm. that. You know, usually when we're looking up like the guest actors and stuff, I just go to IMDb. I never really look at their you social know, their media personal. stuff if I don't yeah. already follow them. Um, 
I'm a little bummed that I didn't, so I couldn't, not that, I don't think that we could have done anything at, at the time, you know, except acknowledge the fact that she was going through yeah. something really difficult. Yes. And it was odd that it was, it was the episode that had her, her last appearance in it. Yes. That had just, yes. that we had just released. And it was like within that week or, you know, within a period of two yeah. weeks that she passed. And it was really yeah. touching to read all of the Supernatural Family co-stars tributes to the her. That like had nothing but like yeah. awe, the things to say about her. Yeah. She was our first demon. You know, she was yep. our introduction to the to demons, and yeah. you know, she will. She made an imprint. She made an imprint, and uh, it's cancer sucks. I'm just gonna put that out there. Cancer sucks. It totally sucks. <sighs> Rest in peace, so, Meg. Rest in peace. So moving on to um, Metamorphosis. Um, obviously, Metamorphosis is is a book written by Kafka. About a man who has slowly changed into uh, a giant cockroach, incense. It's and, also just well, the name of a scientific process. Yes, like a oh. caterpillar morphing into a butterfly, that type of yes. thing. So it's yes, morph, yes. <laughs> morph, morph. Um, it, but I think that in this case, it actually is a direct, um, a direct nod because in the story of metamorphosis the, in the book by Kafka, he is changing into quote, a monster. I see. Um, he changes, he does change into a monster. Um, and who eventually runs everybody out of his life um, until the very last minute, his, his family sticks by him, but even them at the end can't, can't mm -hmm. stick by him anymore. So mm -hmm. it's the family that stands by him until the very last second. And then they just can't. Very much like in this this story mm -hmm. as, as well. I just want to point out this episode grossed me out from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. I I was completely oogged out by almost everything in this episode. Yeah. I was not listening through headphones at any point, but but I had some gag reflex uh, <laughs> moments going on. It was just like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. But there were plenty um, of opportunities. So in our recap, uh, yes. kind of just touching because this is a to-be-continued episode from the previous one. Yes. Uh, it's just kind of touching base from the last one. Dean's back to the future trip. Mom is a babe. Uh, <laughs> she was the hunter and not John. Um, kind of recapping Yellow Eyes's plan that he had yes. uh, 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 monologued to Dean. And... Uh, Sam lying that he's not using his psychic powers while well, he is in fact using his psychic powers with yeah. Ruby and Cass threatening uh you know that they will stop Sam if Dean doesn't. Yes. Yeah. And then the now uh we open up with Sam and Ruby interrogating a demon who is tied to a chair and doing his normal demony, you know, back talking, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, oh, you think you're going to do this and you're doing stuff with this bitch Ruby and mm -hmm. all the women in Supernatural are, are bitches. Um, and I forget who asks, but is it the demon or is it is it Sam and Ruby who ask where Ru uh, where Lilith is? Sam is asking the demon where Lilith is. Like, that's okay. what he's interrogating the demon for. Demon does not give out. So then Sam exercises the demon out with his mind demon smoke pools on the floor and like 
you know, goes to hell. It was a, it was pretty, <laughs> he's vomited out. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, leave. I thought it was interesting, though, that when the Swinney smoked out this time, when the demon smokes out, it didn't just like, you know, smoke up and out. It burned in a pool, like at his yeah. feet. Like the smoke kind of came out and just like burned. Yeah. And that's what happened the last time. The one and only yeah. other time we've seen Sam do this with his mind is that it doesn't burst out into the ceiling and go. It like dribbles it, like, out of the mouth and <laughs> orifices. <laughs> and, yeah. And yeah. burns a hole in the floor. Uh, so that's a nice little visual effect to mark the difference between the two, like a regular exorcism, exorcism and a psychic kid and, exorcism. Yes. Yes. So like Sam and Ruby exchange looks like at the end, like once he's, once he's exercised, smoked out this demon, they like exchange this look of like smiles. Like we did it, you know, <laughs> it's working. I'm doing yeah. it type of thing. And, and Dean. of course, has seen the whole thing. Dean was in the background and saw the whole thing. Title splash. <laughs> I was like, secrets out. Title splash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so uh, Ruby looks really creepy in this little portion of the episode. Just like these, I don't know, her eyes and her smile. I don't know. Very yeah. creepy. But Sam is happy that the guy is alive. Like the, yeah. the guy that the demon was possessing is alive and that he himself doesn't have a headache because I guess, you know, the during this process of is, learning. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. That's kind um, of scary too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind and, of, like, it was a little dextery to me, you know, Dexter gets his urges, his homicidal urges, and he feels better once he's killed someone. You know, it's like, ah, I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, oh. uh, and then in walks Dean. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> but he doesn't know it's Ruby. Like from the he doesn't Not know from that the it's start. Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly and he learns it's Ruby and then goes right after her with her own knife. Her own demon blade. <laughs> yep. And uh and Sam comes between them and then Ruby starts to like kick the crap out of Dean <laughs> and Sam calls her off. Mm -hmm. Sam actually is like, Don't kill him. Like, yeah. let's stop this. Sam dismisses her and says, take this guy to the ER, the, the living body of the, take him to the ER. So now Dean and Sam are left alone, but Dean storms off. Yep. He's like, not even going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Then back at the motel, which Sam has reached first, don't know how long he's been there before Dean then walks in, but Dean immediately goes to his suitcase and just starts packing up. Yep. Doesn't even acknowledge yep. Sam coming in through the door. Well, he's like, you know, you don't need me. You've got Ruby. So yeah. I'm going to go, you yeah. know, petulant, very petulant of, of Dean. But at the same time, I, I get it. I can yeah. get it because he it's not just like Sam went off and did something. It's he's doing the thing. He's doing yes. the thing that he's not supposed to be doing that he said he wouldn't do. Yes. And he's doing it with Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Who he said was gone. Yeah. He's like, I don't know where she is. I don't know where she is. <laughs> that wasn't her, you know, ordering us a pizza. She, yeah. That wasn't the girl in her underwear when you first came back from the bed, clawing your way through from, from hell. Yep. And so Sam's like, all right, well, you know, maybe we need to talk about this. And Dean just punches him. Like, <laughs> yeah. boom, punches him. Oh, feel better? Boom, another punch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you don't feel good about this. Yes. It's like... Now can we talk? Because Sam doesn't even fight back. He just takes it. Mm -hmm. You know, he just takes it. And those are hard punches. And so Sam st starts to kind of stand up for himself. He's like, you know, 
I know you don't like what I'm doing, but I'm doing this to save the victims. Mm -hmm. And in the time that you've been gone, Ruby and I have saved more people by exercising these demons out of them than you and I have saved as hunters. That's a lot. Yeah. I think he says like in an entire year, we've saved more than these past five months. So not in their lifetime. Not in their lifetime, but in this time period. Sorry. Right, right. So, yes, Sam wholeheartedly believes that he's doing good because he does mention, and we've mentioned this before a couple times, when you stab the per- the demon with the knife, then it kills the person. Yeah. And we kind of just push it along. It's like, oh, well, I guess because the demons always ride them so hard. That like, they're dead you know, anyway. They're yeah. dead anyway. But looks like, oh, guess they guess they weren't. So <laughs> how many people <laughs> have we freaking killed? Have we actually killed, right? <laughs> And but what Dean sees is Sam. He doesn't see the lives being saved. He saved. He sees Sam heading down the path that Castiel just showed him. You know that yeah. Castiel told him about that. Mm-hmm. This isn't going. Sam is headed down a dark path. And that if he weren't his brother, he would want to hunt him. Yes, which is a pretty heavy statement. God doesn't want you doing this. He lays that on Sam. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if God doesn't want you to do it, then how can it be a good thing? Right. And before the fight can get any further, they're interrupted by a phone call from, seems like it's an old hunter friend who wants them to go check out this guy named Jack Montgomery in Carthage, Missouri. MapQuest. I know nothing about Carthage, Missouri. I've driven through Missouri a number of times. I don't think... I've ever stopped in Carthage. So I know nothing about Carthage. Uh, Carthage is kind of, I don't know how close it is to Joplin, but at least like visually in this <laughs> map, it's close to <laughs> Joplin, Missouri, which I've been to a couple of times. Okay. But it looks like it's kind of a, a biggish town. City. I mean, Joplin's pretty big. Not quite as big as Joplin, but it is also a, it's a, it's a gray splotch rather than a green splotch. So <laughs> Those of you just tuning in, (laughs) splotches are... (laughs) You'll know what I'm talking about when you see the map. (laughs) All right. right. So, yeah, Missouri, it's a good old Midwestern-ish area. So, uh, nondescript, but fits in pretty well with with, uh, this guy who they ended up describing, you know, when he's just like, oh, he wears a cell phone on his belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that checks out. My dad wore a cell phone on his belt for a very long time. <laughs> my dad my dad didn't start wearing cell phones on his belt until they became too large to be wearing on your belt. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's like, is that your belt buckle or is that your phone? Oh, you mean like and now he wears them on now, his belt? <laughs> yes. Yes, now it's like tablet-sized cell phone oh, on, his, no. on his belt. Oh, I think he stopped no. doing it, like, a, he's, he hasn't done it in a couple years, but when they first really came out with, like, smartphones. The smartphones. The smartphones. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like, that was before you knew that every time you, like, raised your hand or used your arm, you went to snap your phone off its belt, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that That's was funny. funny. Oh, boy. No, All right, boy. so we cut to Jack in Carthage. Uh, right up to his mouth where he is shuffling food inside of it and there is all this like glorious mouth sounds. It's either an ASMR wet dream or a nightmare. I don't know. what. 
Now, depending on what ASMR you're into. I don't know, but and I don't know how many times we've mentioned that how many times you and I have tried to record this this podcast episode, but every time we would not record it, I would go back and rewatch the episode <laughs> to prep for the the podcast and every time I'm like Please stop making uh, me watch this. Oh, uh, you're so because so funny. the smacking and the juice in the nom 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 types of it's not just like chewing. It literally is a yeah yeah. Okay, enough. And he kept going at it. That's the thing. It's like bite and then chew 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 and then bite shovel shovel chew chew chew. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy, please, we've got to record this so I can get past this. <laughs> That's funny. I watched this episode the total one and a half times. <laughs> so deep in my ear. It reminded me of there was a time in rehearsal where I let you borrow. I had just gotten a new pair of earphones and they were the kind that like wrapped around your ear, but went deep in your ear so that they wouldn't yeah. fall out. And I was like, these are great because they were noise canceling, but they were only noise canceling because of how deep into your ear canal yeah. they went, not because of technology. And I said, these are great. You should try this. And you put it in your ear. And then you looked at me and you're like, you just made me violate my ear. Yeah. Like it went, they went so far into your ears. Yeah. That it you're like, I feel violated. I can't believe you just yeah. gave me this. That's how I feel about this scene. I'm like, <laughs> my ears your ear feel balls. violated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so well, that's just out. the first one. So. Uh, yeah, as you said, he's just like eating and eating and eating and like cannot satiate his hunger. And his wife is like, okay, you know, you're either stoned or you got a tapeworm right. or something, you know, but yeah, okay. He's like, this is really good. I just want more. He's like, I just really like your cooking. Yeah. And it turns out he's already had two steaks and now he's working <laughs> on hers while she goes up to go make dessert or, or get yeah. potatoes or something. Yeah, it was a little and bit of a, like a supernatural Ron Swanson. And I know maybe you don't know that reference, but... Uh, that is from Parks and Rec. Mustachioed gentleman, it, a love steak, and in fact, there is an episode in one where he orders a third steak. He's like, "I will oh, take God. that third steak after all." But he's like a manly man; and he likes to eat steak. That's his whole bit. Anyway, uh, then later that night, he's brushing his teeth, and then we hear more noises and sounds—not from his mouth, but from his back. Back. He's like crunching. It's like yeah. bone popping, crunching. Uh. And then we, and at first he kind of like looks around. He's like, oh, what's that? You know? And then he goes back to brushing his teeth, which grosses me out anyway. Just so you know, I have a gag reflex when I see people brush their teeth. I, I am like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Close the door. Can't. Nope. People try to talk to me when they're brushing their teeth. And I, it's like, Ugh. so watching this, then watching this guy go through this, like the beginning of this physical metamorphosis where yeah. he turns around. It's like, what was that? And then suddenly you see his spine like go like po not poke through his skin, yeah, but like you see his bones almost. move under his mm -hmm. skin. I was like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's like I gagged, I gagged. I loved it. It's a complete homage to mm -hmm. American Werewolf in London. This is one hundred percent one the American Werewolf in London. It's also and then that movie would have been also an homage to American Werewolf in London. Um, Underworld. Which yes. is another like werewolf movie, but they show they have like a you know, quote unquote camera inside the body of body. the man turning into the werewolf and all of his bones are like yes. shifting around and deforming and cracking and yes. love that. If if you click if you Google or YouTube American Werewolf in London Metamorphosis, it'll show you the, the scene where he changes into a werewolf mm -hmm. for the first time and it's this. That okay. I'll go look yeah. it up. 
Yeah. I have to and add that movie it, to my list of, of things to watch. Yeah, and I think it was like <laughs> it was early, early 80s. So again, the technology yeah, is, cool. yeah, but for the time, it was great. And, so, and, and, and it goes to the exact same thing, the same pain, the same uh, disbelief of what's happening to my body yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing, not knowing the change what's that going he's going on. through. Right. Yeah. See, I thought that he was going to like eat the toothpaste or something, which that would have made me like. That would have really. Yeah. But um, he's, he, he's just like, what's wrong? That's the thing. Like the scene ends with him being like, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it yeah. didn't, it didn't go anywhere. He just yeah. did this, you know, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. So then the boys are on a drive. Things have calmed down, at least in his psychic powers window. Um, But he, Dean had just told his tale, his back to the future tale, you know, like, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) And and Sam is just like, yeah, Sam is just in disbelief about all of it. Like, yeah, like mom was a hunter. Right. And, uh, and that his whole family was murdered so that yellow eyes could bleed into his mouth. That was it. And it's another, like, whoops, accidentally whoops. told another secret. <laughs> yep. And Dean catches him. He's like, I never told you that. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell that part out loud. And, and Dean is just, like, so pissed. And, you know, More rightfully lies. so. Yeah. Rightfully so that his brother More has lies. been keeping so many big things from him. All right. So then they get to Missouri. Uh, the boys are in the car spying on Jack through the window. Um, and they're like, this guy is so boring. Yeah, like what? We're, we were told to look for something weird, and this guy is literally the most boring guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing weird about him. And they're both looking through binoculars, which there's outtakes of this scene. <laughs> did, did you yeah. see them? No. Uh, I don't know who did it, but I think one of the stagehands did uh, like – black mascara black eyeliner on the, oh yeah like on the focus huh? knobs <laughs> so and i think it's it's jared who puts them up to his eyes he looks looks out takes them down and then he's got the black raccoon eyes and turns yeah. to deliver his line to jensen who just loses it <laughs> and jared's like what <laughs> he's got like, the big raccoon eyes got, gotta love the binocular joke you know yes. that, that gag gets him that every classic time. classic uh, so yeah, things are really boring until Jack can't contain himself and starts eating like all of the leftovers in the fridge, even though dinner is like half an hour away. Yeah, including taking a package of raw, bloody hamburger meat. meat and just eating it with his bare hands. And this was the part that I legitimately almost threw yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I had to look away because I it kept. It, and it's because it's animalistic too. He's not just like taking it and eating it, and you're like, "Yay, this is yummy." He is like shoveling it and smearing it across his yeah. face. He can't get it into his body fast enough. Yeah, it's like dripping down his like, and he's and he's got polo fat <laughs> and meat blobs on his. Yeah, I can't stop. I know. Okay, we got to get past it. We got to get past it. Okay, so um, so that's weird. <laughs> There's a weird thing we've been looking for. Cool. Yeah, Sam Dean. Yep. Okay, so that would be weird. So at a motel, they're keying into their room, but there's somebody already in their room. And it's Travis, which I I would be like, nope, new room. <laughs> Anybody who can key to my room, new room. But all right, so it's Travis. And it's like this older guy, older hunter looking guy. He's got his arm in a cast and which just makes me think, I'm like, oh God, what is it with like actors on this show that's <laughs> always injured? Um 
But this motel, I will say, um, mm-hmm. total hunter's room. You know, it's got the the deep colors. Got the deer head on the wall. I'm pointing to my reindeer, which I don't know if you can see. I can't see your reindeer. I can see his butt and his antlers. <laughs> that is his butt. Um, there's fish on plaques. You know, it's a it's a hunter's you know cabin or or yeah. you know hunter's room. And Dean is totally being dickish to Sam while they're still while I mean while Travis is there and they're talking. Dean's just being a dick to Sam. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. Family is thick as thieves is something that he like throws out there. I'm like, you are so. He is. Yeah. He's using every opportunity that Travis is throwing at him and he's throwing him a lot of them to just dig at Sam and how disloyal and like disrespected. Yes. (laughs) But Travis goes on to describe why he's been tracking this guy, Jack Montgomery, um, (laughs) and why he may have been seen eating raw meat in the fridge. And it's because he thinks he's a a Rougarou, mm-hmm. which everybody's eyebrows kind of raise up at like Rougarou. Yeah, <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Sam's like, what? Sounds made up. Even I am like, why couldn't Supernatural come up with like a better name? <laughs> Guess what? It's kind of a thing. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you researched it because I I did not. There is a Rougarou folklore legend, and it's uh, pronounced. Uh, Sometimes it's pronounced a lugaru, but mm. um, it's a it's a Cajun folklore. Um, it's the body of a man, head of a wolf, prowls the swamps looking for misbehaving children. What is it with misbehaving children that have to be eaten um, in order to be punished? Um, it has rotted teeth, wormy skin. It starts as human and then metamorphosizes. And that's that's the the folklore, the Cajun folklore. Um, so, and then now Travis starts to talk about um, the the you know the folk the the legend now in Supernatural, which is um, they they do start as human and then they change sometime through life, and they have this hunger for what they call uh, was it long long pig? pig yes long pig which is slang for human flesh. And I, I even looked this up. I was like, what what is long like why? Is it long pork or long pig? Because it's rumored that human flesh tastes like pork. Okay. Uh good to it's know. also I think because um we look like, like pig, pigs. Pigs are actually kind of very similar to, to humans in many different ways. Like Yes, biologically you know, speaking. Yeah yeah. 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 But I also think it's just that long pig before people like knew that pigs were yes. So, so while Travis is describing <laughs> what a Rougarou is, in, in another scene, Jack's wife um, was in the kitchen cooking and cuts herself. Cuts herself pretty yes. pretty bad yeah. with a knife. And, and that, like, like oh. really triggered something in Jack. You know, yeah. she's, like, rinsing off her finger in the sink and he cannot gain his focus back. Yeah. It's like he can hear it. He can, like, hear her blood running through her veins. E- yeah or is that later well i think what are you talking about the visual of where they like show like blood going through a bloodstream Self? yeah yeah i is feel like they were showing his insides like and how his body was, was changing into oh, something oh i thought like, it was him like hearing okay no be, i get it it, it could was, be it, both but i but that's how i read it and also he was alone in the bar later and they had that same kind of picture same thing. going so through. maybe it's just I think him. they were just really trying to drive home the point that he was 
changing. Metamorphosizing. Okay. <laughs> into something. Okay. Um, okay, but cool. anyway, he cannot control himself. And even though she's like, I got to go to the hospital I need to get stitches, stitches this, this he bails. <laughs> He's like, I He literally go. says, I got to go. And she's yeah. like, oh. And she's <laughs> standing there holding like her half of her finger. Dripping finger. Uh, so but, Trav- once yeah. he leaves, you then, then it cuts back to Travis. And Travis says, they feed once and then they can never go back. Yeah, that's kind of like the final step, the final nail in the coffin to their transformation. Yeah. Um, And he knows this because it, you know, it runs in the family and Travis had killed this guy's father. um, Not knowing. Yeah, not knowing that his wife was pregnant and that she had given up the kid for adoption. So it took him a while to find him. And also he wanted to be extra, extra sure because he didn't want to, you know, kill... He accidentally kill a child or, or even bring himself right. to kill a child. Did, so, did they mention how he found out that the wife was pregnant? Like, was that because no. you would think that after he just killed the Ruguru, he'd be like, you know, on to the next. No, but somehow didn't. he found out that yeah. she had a child and they gave it up for adoption. And thus yep. his life's, wor- life's work is now hunting down this potential yes. Yes. Ruguru. They did not. So now we snap back to Jack, who has is at a bar. Uh, Emptying like the trays of bar snacks (laughs) (laughs) to the bartender's dismay. And he just like (laughs) keeps kind of replaying his wife cutting her finger um, and how he just like can't get over it. And he's feeling some sort of craving and can't really like. Yeah. And he keeps, this is where he starts really seeing the, or we start seeing the blood flow, the cells running through the body and stuff like that. Yeah. but oddly enough, his his thoughts are interrupted by a woman at the end of the bar who's being harassed by some drunk guy. Um, you know, she's clearly saying, no, thank you, no, thank you. But, of course, the guy is like, oh, come on, you know, you should smile more. And, mm-hmm. you know, all those stupid, you know, come on things. And so Jack decides to go down there and be like, hey, buddy, you know, leave her alone. She said, no, call it a night. But, of course asshole at the bar is going to be like, what are you going to do about it? You know, type of thing. Because he's bigger than Jack. Mm -hmm. And goes to take a swing at Jack. And Jack is able to grab the guy's hand, stop it in mid-punch, and then basically bend his hand back until his wrist snaps. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To the, much to the horror of the woman at the bar. (laughs) You know? Who at first was like, ooh, my hero. And then it's like, ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, oh my God. you know, and of course, the big guy who just had his wrist snapped is now also screaming like a woman. And Jack is not that there's anything wrong with screaming like a woman. But no, but to hear those noises come out of a large man is very yes. satisfying. Yes. Very satisfying. Uh, but Jack is very surprised that he just did that. <laughs> to say and, indeed. <laughs> uh, and takes the fuck off. Snaps the bones right out of the skin. He's like, ooh. Yep. Never yep. runs. Okay, so back at the motel, uh, the the guys are building homemade flamethrowers, I think. Uh, while yeah, like Dean and Travis tra- are like bonding over how to like kill a Rougarou. Kill the Rougarou. Yeah, yeah. which is so like by fire. By fire. And I was like, this sounds familiar. Flamethrowers yeah. or Molotov cocktails or something like that. Like, All right, yeah, sounds like the, the, the uh, Wendigo, right? Thing. Uh, no, the oh, and the changeling flame. and Wendigo. There's a few things that are killed oh, by yeah, fire. The Wendigo That's like was kind the, of uh, one of the top salt and weapons. Burn? Of, yeah, salting yeah. and burning, uh, silver, and... Yeah, blow torches. Yeah, they're wood. making like homemade <laughs> blow torches. Yeah. 
And <laughs> like Travis said something in Dean's response is, well, that's going to be horrible. I guess it's about having to burn somebody alive. Yes. In order to kill them, like having to burn Jack alive. And Dean's like, well, great. So then Sam comes in with an alternate solution because in his research, and we know this boy loves his research. Did his homework. Uh, yes. That if they never do take that fatal human <laughs> bite, if they go vegan, quote unquote, they will never turn. Yep. They'll never but kill. As long yeah. as they don't, they they won't. They can satiate by eating a lot of raw hamburger meat, but so therefore we don't have to kill him. Yes, and and Sam's and that's typical Sam, which is if they haven't done anything to deserve being killed, we don't kill them. That's yes. not what hunters are for. Yes, that's not what we're. For. And this is where I wrote down long pig. So that must have been where Dean became fascinated with the term. Long pig, because he makes a point <laughs> to say it any time that he can. <laughs> right. It's, it's now his vernacular. He's like, yes. I got it. Yes. Um, um, Travis is like, that's not even possible. You know, every Rougarou I've come across, and he must, must be his monster of choice, is, is Rougarous. Right. Um, they've always taken the bite. They've always turned. Always and turned. it's because it's, you know, it's nature. Not really human nature, just nature. nature just because nature. if you're hungry, you're going to eat. Nature of the beast, so to speak. Yes. I um I noticed in these in this in this scene, the camera shots were really kind mm-hmm. of cool. Um Sam and Dean were still standing together. When so when Sam came in and said, Hey, we don't have to kill them, in mm-hmm. the shots, it was always Sam and Dean together and Travis by himself, with Travis mm-hmm. saying, No, we have to kill them. But Sam and Dean were still in the same frame together with Sam saying, No, we don't. And Dean doesn't make any move in here to like no questioning looks. No, oh, there's Sam again. He's standing with Sam on this, yeah. just physically in the uh, in the shot. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was rather telling of as mad as he was, is at Sam. He's used to Sam having other solutions. And he's he's used to this, you know, given, you know, alternate solutions from Sam. I thought that, that right. was cool. However, Sam becomes very bothered when Travis is like, no way, we just got to like... We got to kill him before anything happens. Yep. But Sam puts his foot down and, and says, as you said, you know, no, we're not going to kill him until he does something that he deserves being killed for. Yeah. Uh, storms out of the room. Travis looks at Dean and is like, what's up? What's wrong with your brother? <laughs> Dean's like, don't, th- don't, get don't me even get me started. <laughs> yeah. So we're uh, back at Jack's house, mm-hmm. right? And I want to say this kitchen has an awesome backsplash. <laughs> Very well done kitchen. Now, here's a question. Because Jack's wife is there and she's in the kitchen. Um, why are all the women in Supernatural, I've said this before, in white stupid nightgowns? No, yeah, we've both said this before. It's just like, why? No why? women. Is, no woman wears like these old granny nightgowns. If you are yeah, a woman like that wears an old granny nightgown, I'm sorry to disparage you, but... Maybe rethink your nighttime fashion you know, choices. I don't know. <laughs> my mom, my mom wears sexier night clothes, hipper, <laughs> sexier, funner. Yeah. I mean, she even has like a penguin onesies. But I'm not saying that they need to start putting supernatural women in onesies. But can we take them out of the white flowing, you know, yeah, chemise, granny robes? It's not even yes. chemise. It's just it's like no, because it was down to her fucking ankles. You yeah. know, it's not even like a you know, no. So please stop. You're supernatural. 
Yes. <laughs> now that your series is over, please stop. Um, please stop. So she's pissed, and again, rightfully so, because he just bailed on her in her time of need. She's like, I had to like, drive myself and my bloody hand to the hospital. Where she was there all night. Yeah, like, couldn't get a hold of wait. him. Like, he just disappeared off the grid completely. And, you know, he begs her forgiveness, gives a lot of excuses. Like, I got really, you know, dizzy at the sight of blood. Right. I couldn't handle it. My phone's My dead. My phone died. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's new. You've never fainted at blood before. And he's like, I don't know. It must be yeah. something new. But he does sweet talk his way back into her good graces. And she teases. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to need some jewelry for this, I think. Yes, you know, exactly. At the end of the day. Exactly. And and then he quickly crosses the line because his animal instincts are, again, taking over. Not in the way that he's trying to eat her, but he's but it, trying to he, mate with her. <laughs> yeah, he it goes from fun, sexual nibbling and playing to him, like, forcing. After yeah, she being, said, no, no, that's too much. You know, yeah. no, no, I don't, that's not what I want. And he yeah. kept going and he kept going. And she finally snaps him out of it. But, but you know, it was scary for a second because he just yeah. can't control his, his animal his yeah. baser animal instincts. And he snaps out of after a minute, you know, when she's like, what is wrong with you? He says, I I really don't know what's, yeah. what's happening. So we're back in the car. Sam and Dean are kind of arguing about what to do with Jack. Sam is yeah. still like, wait, no, see. no, no, we have to yeah. wait. And Dean is like, but why? You know, he's just going to hurt someone if we wait and see. Good point. Both good points. But then Dean compares Sam to Jack as... Someone who is a nice guy but has something evil in his blood, mm-hmm. which that really pushes Sam over the edge. Makes Dean stop the car. He gets out, and then he just kind of like lets out, you know, his his feelings. <laughs> finally, yeah, finally, and they finally yes. they have a good fight. Like it's yeah. a good fight, and Sam finally says what's been going on with him. Yeah, you know, and Dean hears him, and I underlined it. I wrote mm-hmm. hears. In all caps, and I underlined it. Dean hears him. So Sam hates the way that Dean always looks at him like he's a freak or like he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. He hates that he's got this demon blood disease running through his veins that he couldn't stop being that he right. was a baby. He had no and control he, over it. Yeah. Right. And can't remove it now because it's, it's, it's there. He needs to do something good with this curse. Yeah. Even though it's going a bit extreme. And you know, Dean points that out. It's like, okay, but I mean really uh, like right. look what <laughs> look what you're going for. But yeah. but Sam needs to because he needs to turn this this bad thing that has happened to him mm-hmm. into something good. I wrote down chick flick as, and <laughs> I wrote question mark, but then I was like, it's actually just a real honest maybe. <laughs> because I mean they Real honest, maybe. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Because <laughs> I don't think it was intentionally, because whenever they point out chick flick moments, you know, they then wholly like say this was a chick flick moment. They don't do that here. So that's why they didn't draw attention. The, the characters themselves didn't like say, okay, this is where we hug it out type of thing. You know, yeah. this was actually just an honest moment between them. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're like, we just need to go and talk to. We don't want to kill him right now, but I kind of want to kill him. The thing to do right now is just go and talk to the guy. Yeah, Dean flips over and says, okay, we will try your way. Let's yeah. go. Have the truth is out there moment with uh, yes. 
And they do. And they, they reach Jack, who is facing out while he's watering a beautiful garden in the back. <laughs> like, this is amazing landscaping. I love this. They have a great backsplash, a wonderful house, uh-huh. this garden. Go suburbs. in the Midwest, you can afford yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how much money I don't have right now. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, they don't waste any time or aliases into getting straight to the point of what's going on with yeah, Jack. Yeah, they literally just walk into his backyard. They're like, Jack, we got to talk. Yeah. I'm Sam and, and Dean Winchester, and this is what's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they're like, so if you had that, like, craving for, you know, a little man burger helper. Oh, my God. <laughs> which made me laugh out loud. Most it of the stuff I roll my I roll my eyes at, you know, but that one actually got a snort out of me because <laughs> I wasn't expecting man it. Man-burger helper. Man-burger oh helper. God. I actually laughed at that. Um, <laughs> and it feels like for a second that Jack is actually listening to them for just like a little bit. Yeah. But then he's like, no, what? Get, get the fuck out, you know? Yeah. And, he runs, it, yeah. and he runs them off. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of when they, they oh, touched they talked on about his, his wife. I mean, they talked about his dad. Oh, his dad. dad, dad yeah. His dad. And it's just like, your dad was one. And your dad and, was killed because he was one. But, and also then they say that his family is in danger because of him. Gotcha. So he's got to do something about it. And that's kind of when he's like, get the flop out of here. Yep. Runs them off. <clears throat> now, this this next scene confused me a little bit. Um, I mean, I figured it out. But when I was first watching it, I was like, why is he watching his wife? And he was. Oh. Because <laughs> later that night, Jack's not at home. He's yeah. at some, he's on some street somewhere watching a random woman through her window. It's the woman from earlier. It's the woman that the sweaty <gasps> dick was the... hitting on. Yeah. Oot. Yeah. It was her. I'm almost positive it was her. I mean, that's okay. why I was just like, oh, yeah, that's the girl from, from that he bar. saved earlier. So. See, I watched this. How many freaking times you watched it? One and a half times, and I missed that. <laughs> I absolutely missed that. You're so focused but, on the. Get these out of my ears. So, so maybe we can say he caught her scent. You know, the uh, animal monster part of him. He caught her me? scent, and so then he like chased down after her, found her house, and now comes a gratuitous shot of you know, lady. Getting ready beautiful lady getting undressed yep. um, through the window. And, uh, and then we see that Sam and Dean are watching Jack watch her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when they're like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And they see him go for like, climb, like what is he, climb up on the fire escape or something? Uh-huh. Yeah, somehow like, he makes his way up to her outside wait, window. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit. So yeah. they... They run in because, like, he's not going to be able to stop himself. So mm-hmm. they go running into his apartment, uh, her apartment. Yeah. But when she Blow turns out, you know, him. after she, <laughs> yeah, after she takes off all of her clothes um, and then turns out the light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jack from the outside can then see his reflection in the window. And he sees, yes, the changes he's, that are happening in his face. <clears throat> and he, and he's horrified by yeah. it. And uh, and, leaps. and and he leaps, unbeknownst to Sam and Dean, <laughs> who then kick in this girl's door, <laughs> and it turns from like we're here to rescue you, you know, to oh, oh, he's not. I guess. 
sorry, you know? And not only are they like, yeah, sorry, 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 we're going to go. Because, I mean, they literally say, like, we're here to help you. Wait. Oh. As they leave, he actually, Dean actually, like, tries to fix the wood frame that he broke and kicking oh, in the door. He? <laughs> he, like, tries to put it back in place. He's like, we're, we'll fix the, we're going to, okay, bye. <laughs> that's funny that um, was a very cute funny little scene yeah i mean i don't think we really described though the the changes that was on jack's face when he saw himself when he saw his yeah. reflection because it was like he had bloody eyes mm-hmm. or like bloodshot eyes he had bruising it just looked like all under his skin like bruising like around his eyes um and it just like you could kind of see like darker veins like blood. Yeah, it was like his dark. skin was like kind of like really wrinkled or like it was yeah. too big. The skin was too big for his big. face or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It was a little hard like, to tell just because it was dark, dark. and in a reflection of a window yeah. and not a yeah. mirror. Um, but it was a change that was clearly like, oh. Yeah. That's, that's not right. Yeah, that's you look gross. Right. So um, Jack returns to his house and it seems like he's back to normal. Come to <laughs> Yeah, he's back to normal, but also maybe, like, he's come to terms with, oh, they're right, and I am a monster, so I need to take care of this. You know, I need to be responsible and not eat anybody. (laughs) But when he gets to this house, his wife is screaming for him because she's tied up in the chair, and he gets chloroformed from behind by Travis. Travis. Fun note on chloroform, and I cannot remember where I read this, and I actually didn't look up to see if that was true, but I feel like it was on, like, a a science-y website and not just, like, a Facebook or Wikipedia or something like that. Uh But chloroform doesn't actually knock you out right away. Like, when somebody holds a rag up with chloroform to your face, it actually takes, like, a little bit of time for you to (laughs) finally pass out. So not like, here, smell this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah now like every kind of movie tv show that has ever used chloroform to knock somebody out yeah it no. doesn't really work that way oh, can you imagine though that waiting for <laughs> like <laughs> filming somebody i know like- i mean entertainment takes a lot of liberties with a lot of things so it's just one of those things but i never knew that like i always said oh okay yeah Thank that's you. totally true i will circle back with that and s- let you know if that is true or not after okay. I dig a little bit, but so <laughs> anyway. Factor fiction on Salt and Burnness. So Jack wakes up from his uh chloroformation, mm-hmm. uh handcuffed to the pillar of his house. And Travis is now monologuing, uh trying to explain that um, you know, he hasn't hurt anyone yet, but you will. And this is why I have to do this. And it, I feel like in the in this monologue, in that Travis isn't just like a cold blooded hunter killer. I think he feels bad about this, but yeah. because he's seen the effects, because he's seen the suffering and the killing because of this, it's like I have to do this, you right? Know? And yeah. also because he didn't take do action right. earlier, yeah, do it right, and just like let this guy grow up. He then is left with the same problem again because when Jack pleads with him, it's like, okay, deal with me, but let my wife go. She has nothing to do with it. Travis says, yes, she does. 
because now she is pregnant and therefore you are passing on this gene again. And Uh, here I am stuck in this conundrum of, well, fuck. (laughs) I may not have to kill your wife, but I may have to kill the baby, you know? Yeah. And starts to, like, Travis starts pouring gasoline everywhere. So I guess he is just going to kill them both. He's just going to set the house on fire. I think so. Well, that's why he tied her up. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's past the uh, he may not think he's a cold blooded killer, but he's literally talking. He's about to set two people on fire yeah. based on his own assumptions. Yeah. So maybe not cold blooded, but he's definitely um, a little crazy. I'll yep. just say. And uh, as soon as he starts pouring the gasoline, the monster inside of Jack starts to like bubble up again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the protection, he- the protection side of yeah. the wildness. He goes into beast mode. And he busts out the uh, the handcuffs and attacks Travis. Basically wails on him. I mean, like, Travis is trying to knock him off using his cast. And uh, Jack just breaks Travis's arm in half. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. cast and all. Yeah, I know. Um, and, uh, and then takes a big, bloody bite out of Travis. Yep. Therefore, sealing the deal. Yep, he did it. And of course, we hear chomp, 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 slurp. Yes. All sorts of wonderful, disgusting sounds. Yes. And you also see Travis on the ground spasming out because, you know, the chunk he took out of him was like, yeah. yeah. His neck. (laughs) Now, I want to say. Blood is also spurting out of his neck. So if you get that sound, there's a lot of. The makeup on Jack. Mm -hmm. They did such a good job. Yeah. It yeah. looks so good because the the description earlier about his skin being wormy, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, it really looks like he has worms traveling yeah. under his skin. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, oh, it was great. <clears throat> the mm-hmm. makeup department, A+, plus, great job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and no like CG. red bloodshot eyes. Yep. Yep. Nothing fake about it. It just looked great. It's like someone had a really good time. And it wasn't, like, overly done. That's the thing. It wasn't, like, over gore. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like, this is still a human being transforming into something. There's something happening yeah. under the skin in his Yeah, in it was just it was just enough. I was just gonna I was gonna compare it to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because I've been watching that a lot lately. And how anytime there was a demon, it was just like the most grotesque kind of features, you know, exaggerated. There's horns, there's teeth, there's warts, there's yes. ridges. Ridges. You know, it's yes. like a whole monster suit essentially yeah and one of the few times that they kind of toned it down is actually kind of the one of the scarier monsters and those are the gentlemen <gasps> remember yes. that episode mm-hmm. where it is just like a human form just just mm-hmm. long and slender and spindly yes and yes. then their teeth are like basically permanently stretched open and their Smile. eyes are stretched open yes, and that's that, all it that- is terrifying smile yes Yes. it's human with just like a few different things about it it was like the first um uh reaper that we saw in was it faith yes it was like the oldest human thing alive yes it was like you know an undertaker who's just really happy about their job yeah yes same thing yeah it's it's always fascinating when it's there's the construct is human and it's it's a, a so it starts as human and then there's a a, a malformation mm-hmm. so you still see the 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 shell the foundation of them being a human being but then you see what what the change has made yeah in them. yeah it kind of makes you feel like i'm capable of that 
Right. Not, not like, I, oh, no, like, not I like be yes, I can do that. But like, oh my gosh, that could happen to me. Yeah. Do. Um. So I thought in this shot, there's a there's a shot where you see Jack kind of sit up while he's chomping and chewing this bite of Travis. And it reminded me of like a lion's muzzle, you know, like a lion mm. who's like just been feeding and they just kind of yeah. look up and you, you don't normally see dirty lions. Like at the zoo, they're they're clean. They, they're they not eating you know, they're not killing animals and eating them. So you don't see blood in their fur. Yeah. You don't see the natural state of, of animals, which is they've got gore. They that's how right. they eat. That's how they live. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. how that's how Jack looked. I was like, Oh, he looks like a lion. Yeah. Yeah, he did okay. look like an animal, which was great. Animal. So he looks up from this uh his meal of Travis and at Michelle starts slowly moving towards Michelle, his wife. And Unties her. Yeah. Let's her loose. I thought I thought he was gonna just chomp her. Yeah, I like, did too. Yeah. I did too. Because he kinda had like that animalistic Probably. look. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, my next my prey. next meal. Yeah. Now that I've had this, let me have some more. Yeah. But he's got a little yeah. bit left in him still and he lets her go and she starts screaming, you know, get the hell away from me, gets in the car and is out of there. Yep. Yeah. And he stands there. Just kind of turns back to Travis on the floor and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snacks. <laughs> yep. Yep. And just goes goes back to eat more Travis. Yeah. Um, so Sam and Dean arrive. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they see uh, Travis's truck. And they're like, crap. Yeah. You know. So inside the house, they see the house is just wrecked. And uh, they they follow this, like, blood trail. <laughs> Yeah. Of, yeah, it's like a pool of blood arced around the back of the sofa. Yeah. Yeah, he's been dragged around. He was dragged to a, a more secure place for, for eating. And it's yes. really, they're like, is that Travis? It's like, well, that's what's left Yeah, Travis. And it was like an out of the frame, one yeah. can assume a pile of, of, of guts and bone. and yeah. <laughs> The stuff that just wasn't good enough to eat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And oh gosh, there was a jump scare here. Um, yeah. That Jack grabs Dean from behind, and before Sam can like light his blowtorch, Jack grabs Sam and smashes his face. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just the jump. It was the it was the grab that scared me because I thought they would have come across uh, Jack like still snacking on <clears throat> Travis, but that's not what mm, happened. Right. They just came across the snack that was Jack attack. Yes, Jack grabs Sam and smashes him in the face. Uh, Sam wakes up in a closet and Jack is still like coherent enough to like have a conversation with Sam from outside of the closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, hey, your brother's still alive, but like right. I'm this close from getting to him if you don't calm down. Yeah. Because you guys did this to me. You forced yeah, me. You, to you do brought this. Jack into my house. I mean, uh, yeah, Travis, Travis into my house. Um, this is your, basically, this is what you guys were trying to do anyway. Right. Which it really begs the question. I was like, oh, if Travis hadn't shown up and tied his wife would, up, would he have turned? Yep. Yep. But he backed him into a corner, you know, and the animal yep. came out. You know, it's like when dogs bite, did they growl first? If they growled first, guess what? That's their warning. Yep. So yeah, Dean's alive, but he's unconscious. Yeah. But he's still on the other side of the door with a monster. Yes, yes. The a monster and, he keeps like creeping up to the, the pool of blood 
that has yes. come out of Dean's like mouth or nose or something. It's just like sniff, 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 yeah. smearing it across his face, whatever. And then Sam is trying to talk Jack down. You know, he's like, yeah. "Listen, you you have a choice to just not do this anymore." You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the damage has kind of been done, but at least you're, you know, I guess your wife made it out alive. Jack does not tell Sam that his wife was pregnant. Right. Right. Um, but he does let it sit, slip that Travis tried to burn his wife alive. Yes. Yes. He said he tried to burn my wife alive, and that's what pushed me to the edge. Yep. But I don't know why he tried to burn my wife alive. Right. Right. He didn't exactly. say. <laughs> exactly. And, like, in the meantime, Sam is, like, MacGyvering, like, a coat hanger or something mm-hmm. to use as a key to get out of the closet. Um, I was like, I'm not quite sure what coat closets are lockable (laughs) you wouldn't be able to just like open the door and get out of but hey yeah again it's a tv show travis is licking up dean's blood blaming them and then this is what i wrote down again i was like bedside sam like bedside sam kind of like while he's fiddling with the lock is like i know what you're going through you know and he starts to try to explain like you and i are kind of the same Mm -hmm. um you don't have to be a monster. <laughs> you know. It only matters what you do. It's your choice. It's not who yes. you are that matters. It's what you do with it that matters. And you can kind of see Jack fighting the urge, you know, to eat Dean <laughs> while he's being <laughs> talked to. But it's like he could so easily lose this battle. He could yeah. absolutely lose this battle. He's that close. And in the in the meantime, Sam's managed to like unlock the closet. We don't know this until he like Bursts out of the closet. Right. right. Well, Dean is coming too, also. Like, Dean's kind of like making his way back from unconsciousness and sees Jack towering over him with his bloody muzzle. And, <laughs> and he, Jack is like this close to taking a chomp out of him when Sam, Sam. then is just like, hey, <laughs> he's made it, out. it. Yeah. He's got his flamethrower <laughs> in his hand. Drop it. Yes, drop it. <laughs> Leave, it. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's exactly what I thought, though. It, it. Oh, no. that would have been a really good outtake. Oh, outtake! I could just, I can picture it. Oh my god! So, but unfortunately, Jack leaps at Sam. He he's he's distracted from Dean. He leaps at Sam because for a hot second, I thought he wasn't going to. Just a second, I thought he wasn't going to do either thing. Like he wasn't going to bite Sam, and he wasn't going to bite Dean. But he does, like, leap at Sam. And Sam is able to um, pull the trigger, so to speak. (laughs) And torches Jack, who just, like, screams and howls and growls as he's being burned alive. Saving Dean. I wonder if Jack ran towards Sam on purpose, seeing the flame. He's like, okay, he's got, like, the flamethrower thing in his hand. And I know that we are supposed to be burned alive. Right. Or was well, the but, animal just like to completely taken over by that point and be like, mm, meat, you know? <laughs> I honestly think because of the pause, because uh, Jack didn't bite Dean. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, for a hot second, I thought he wasn't going to, he had a look of, I'm not going to do this to Sam. But then he did. I'm going to say it probably was a self terminating decision. Yeah, that he yeah. Made. Yeah, that's kind of I what he, I. Yes. That's what I, I'm I leaning will, towards was yes. uh, 
you know what, I, this, I don't want to live like this. I have just yeah. enough human in me to say, this is not how I want to be. <laughs> right. He made the choice. How many times can Sam say, make the right choice? You know, right. you don't have to be right. a monster to everybody he meets down the line. He's always yeah. trying to help them and they end up fall like succumbing to the monster mm -hmm. inside them. And this time, just for a second, I think that Jack took that to heart. Yeah. I and think made so. the decision to not succumb to the monster. Yes. I really and like that meant that, that he well. had to basically get torched. Yeah. So I agree with you 100% on that first, on that first one. Right. Um, I also would like to note that either they had really good effects in this shot, or I'm super impressed with Jared being able to light that torch the way he did. Because <laughs> it didn't look like a stunt double to me who, 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 flipped the um who lit the torch because mm. it wasn't just like click torch it was like not he lit it and then he was there with it like it right. was jared holding his blowtorch and i just wrote down either really good effects or i'm really impressed that jared lit this guy on fire <laughs> <laughs> um and then i oh my gosh and then my next question is did jack kill himself or was it the monster in him huh. all right did i just we did it down far we discussed. look at so the next thing that happens is Sam and Dean are in the Impala. You know, job is done, driving away. Yep, yep, yep. Dean is trying to apologize for, I think, a lot of things all at once. You know, just like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm sorry that I was acting towards you the way that I was because of your psychic powers. And, and Sam cuts it off. He's like, you know what? I don't really want to talk about this right now. Mm -hmm. I can't explain it to you. You're not going to hear it. You're not going to understand it. I'm the one who has to deal with it, not yeah. you. Because it's the blood, you know, this is, it's blood throwing in through me and not through you. So you don't, you don't really get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. And Dean's answer, though, is, okay, but you don't have to do it alone. I'm here. Right. So I may not understand it. I may not be able to hear it. But you don't have to go through this alone. But I think Sam is kind of like, actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, something kind of like that. Um, right. Well, but then Sam says, all right, well, I'm done. I'm done using I, I'm done using my psychic powers. He's like, it's playing with fire. And I was like, oh, geez, really? You had to use that, you know, terminology. Oh, there is a lot fire. of like uh, thick I, layers going on here because yeah. he says that, you know, he 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 says again, it's like, oh, this is my choice. My choice to not do this because. You know, it's a slippery slope. I'm doing this for me. And he's doing this all while he's looking in the window at a reflection of himself, mm -hmm. which is a nice callback to the window reflection of Jack, you know, of seeing Jack. himself become a monster. And Sam right. doesn't want to see himself become a monster. You know, it's <laughs> right, right. You're like, okay, thanks. Okay, we get it. <laughs> and it's like, my choice. Okay, done. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Right. And that's all I have. Not a happy ending, but but not like, Phew. <laughs> right. Know. It's like a pensive ending. Yeah. Because, no, we didn't get to save the person, but we also stopped more people from getting killed. And a lot of things are now out in the open, out in the air for, right. you know, future discussion right. and tension and fighting <laughs> conflict. Between, between. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you, at least you walk away from the client. I mean, I literally got to the end of this and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay we can put this episode yes aside yes now well, i really want to know what's next 
So the cat's out of the bag. We know that you know Dean knows that Sam's been using his powers. We know that Dean that Sam is able to like do things psychically and not just accidentally. He has focused yes. powers. Yes. Oh, we, we know about Ruby. It's like, okay, so what's next? What's what's either the next monster or what's the next trial for right. the for do, the brothers? Does he actually stop using his powers like he says yeah. he's going to? Before we end this episode, though, in our last recording, we had like so many things come up where we were like, did they? Didn't they? Oh. We had like, if you remember, we had so many questions of like, wait a minute, I can't remember if this was actually Past already established episode. or not. So much so okay. that I was like writing the questions down as we went along to say, okay, you know what? I think this is something I'm going to have to look up. We actually later. have to answer these questions. Okay. So I'm answering these questions. All right, do it. So. One of them was, did John know about the occult pre-Mary or pre, um, pre-Mary's death, I should say? Okay. Because I think we were talking about her wish was to not have her kids grow kids up the way hunters. that she did. And then John right. uh, raised them as hunters. Did, <laughs> yes, yes. In season one, episode nine, which was Home, the one where their old house had like a fiery oh, poltergeist, poltergeist thing. Yep. Yes. So they went around interviewing John's old contacts. So they started with, or at one point they were at his old um, garage, like the co-owner of his garage. Right, 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 right. And that guy even said, you know, he was normal until like the fiery accident happened and like he just was in shock. And then he started talking about weird things. He was reading weird books. He was saying that something caused the fire and it wasn't just an accident. Mentioned that he saw a palm reader or a psychic who they find out is Missouri Mosley. And Dean pulls out dad's journal. And the first sentence in the first page is, I went to Missouri and they learned the truth. Which Dean was like, oh, I always thought he meant a state, but it was actually this woman, Missouri. And so they went right. to go see Missouri. And man, I forgot how good these scenes were with her just <laughs> with railing Missouri. into Dean. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> she was well, reading his thoughts. And it, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. But I wasn't going to. You were going to. And she said, I just told him what was really out there in the dark. I guess you could say I'll pull the curtains back for him. So he did. So I'm know. going to say, yeah. It wasn't until Mary died that he knew about the things in the dark. Okay, so Mary didn't tell him. Mary didn't tell in, him. He didn't the, break her first, promise. In the first cycle, she did not tell him. Yes. That, that she was a hunter. Yes. And so he did not break a promise to her that, or her wish. He, you know, he didn't mm -hmm. ruin her wish that the kids would not be racist hunters because he didn't know that was her wish. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, second. Did the special kids have a parent pattern of the all the mothers Bursting dying up in a fire? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when was the pattern broken? So in season one, episode 14, Nightmare, we meet Max, who is the telekinetic guy and kills Life all of his family members. Yeah. Um, yes. His real mom did die in a fire in his nursery at six months old. Okay. In season two, episode five, Simon said, Andrew... Or Andy, the, the Andy. psychedelic the van guy. guy. Yeah. His adopted mom died in a fire in his nursery at six months old. 
his birth mother was one of the victims. Um, she lights her, pours the gasoline on herself and lights herself and, on fire. Yeah. But his evil twin, Weber, his adoptive parents did not die. die. There was no extraneous circumstances whatsoever. So that's okay. when the pattern broke. They were at the roadhouse afterward, after the whole thing. And Dan, Dean is like, oh, there's this pattern of a fire. And then Sam's like, actually, no, because I looked into Weber's right. adoptive and family. And the twin didn't. Yeah. Huh. All right. So yeah. I wasn't totally wrong, but sort of, because not everybody. Okay. Yes. Not everybody. The pattern yeah. was there, but it's not, it wasn't full circle everybody. Okay. Right. Like at first they were just like, oh, here's a pattern that we can look for. Great. And then when this guy came up, they're like, well, fuck. Now we have nothing. Now we, <laughs> yeah. now we know be that anybody. potentially anybody. Right. Yeah. Okay. Third was, when did we learn Azazel's name? Because in mm -hmm. the previous episode, Cass did say, you know, Azazel's Azazel. plan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And didn't mention him as Yellow Eyes. Just right. It was Azazel. And everybody knew who he was talking about. Yes. Because in season three, episode four, Sin City, the one where Ohio turned into like a little mini Las Vegas, Casey... <laughs> Was the one in downstairs when they're trapped her. together? Yes, she says she Azazel. Said, He's like, "Who is that?" And she's like, "Well, you may call him Yellow Eyes, but you know he does have gotcha, a name." Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, it's all coming back to me. Yes. Okay. So I just because wanted to establish me. those things. Thank you, because I did see another Azazel mention. I was like, "Ah, oh, I can't keep mm -hmm. saying, you know, we didn't know his name was Azazel <laughs> because we do know his name is Azazel." Yes. Okay. Yep. Plus, it's just fun to say Azazel. 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 Yep. Well, thank you for going back and answering those questions for me. You're welcome. Because it'll prevent me from just dragging each question through every <laughs> single podcast that we do. Because I feel like I do that a lot. I'm like, do you remember when I mentioned this? You're like, yeah, last time. And then the time before that, you mentioned it. <laughs> no. But see, that's what happens when we don't do our podcast recordings on a regular basis. I know. So much time goes by. I'm like, did we mention this? Did we talk about this? But I told you that that guy stopped me in the airport and applauded yeah. our marketing for Salt and Burnness. Yeah. Thanks, Guy like, Airport. Really cool. <laughs> of course, did I take that opportunity to be like, hey, you know, you can listen to us on Spotify? No, I was just like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> thanks for liking us. Yeah. Didn't didn't plug us at all. Didn't didn't plug the podcast at all. All right. So our next episode is Monster Movie. I if this is the one I think it is, I, I really like this episode. I think it, it it has to be because all of the images on IMDb are black and white. So, <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. One this can guess little, which one this yeah. is. <laughs> little little tongue in cheek for supernatural. Okay, so that was Metamorphosis. We are done listening to gobbly gobbly sounds. Chomp, However, chomp, this chomp. is an episode I'm going to be referring to probably quite a bit um, in in future episodes. But we'll get to that when when those happen. Okay, there's a reason uh, for it. I know Not your the list noises, of, but <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, I know your list of things you need to watch is growing each time, but yeah. I would say please do even just Google that one scene, scene from of the American werewolf, werewolf. Okay. yeah, the the metamorphosis because it's like side by side. I mean, it's not exact, but it's close enough. Yes, it's exactly where Kim Manners got it from. So awesome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, you can subscribe to us on anywhere you can find podcasts. If you have the ability to rate us, particularly on Apple Podcasts, that would be nice, too. We would love a, a good rating. Uh, you can find us on YouTube also. We're at Salt and Burn This everywhere. That's YouTube, Insta, Facebook, you know, Twitter, 
however long Twitter is going to last. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be Mastodon. And we are going to take the uh, Thursday between Christmas and New Year's off. We will replay our little Christmas episode <laughs> that <laughs> they did, uh, you know, back in season three. But anyway, everyone else have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. <sighs> happy Kwanzaa? <laughs> It is a happy Kwanzaa. It's happy Kwanzaa. Okay. I think it's a happy Kwanzaa. I wasn't sure about the, the prefix to, to Kwanzaa. But yeah. happy holidays all around. Happy holidays, everybody. Yes. So take a week off again. <laughs> and we will see you <laughs> after that for Monster Movie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.